What's the first thing you think of when somebody hands you their phone? Honestly, I'm always afraid that I'm going to somehow accidentally see their weenie. Oh, are those tacos? You better believe they are tacos. Let's get the tacos. Who would have thought they'd have tacos here? You realize that's probably a camel-ass taco. Call my wife, I wouldn't drink tonight. Give me one of those famous giant beers I heard so much about. Oh, what's it in your lip? It's so good. I'm the episode already. What are we doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Tacos with Beer. I'm Alfie. And I'm Phil. What's going on, bro? Oh, man, just uh, chilling like a villain. Crazy thing is I got my flu shot yesterday. Oh, you finally got that? Yeah, and uh, it's Trying to prepare for the... uh... Trying to, because last year I didn't get it, and I ended up getting sick on New Year's Eve, and I thought it was the flu. They told me it was the flu, but I thought it was COVID, to be honest. (laughs) To be honest, because honestly, like I had all the symptoms, and then towards the end of my symptoms, I ended up not tasting anything that kind of threw me off now remember this was back in like new year's day and oh, yeah. so it hasn't even been brought out at yeah. all but i was like i feel like deaf that week <laughs> yeah so i was just kind of like yeah this well, is not I the think flu this is definitely the year where everybody should probably get one yeah. just because try to prepare before uh this everybody starts getting sick and you don't know who's got the zombie plague or not <laughs> right i just hate it when i get you know when i got a shot you know my arm was all feeling numb and then, like, my arm starts getting warm, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> and then my wife's like, you're such a crybaby. And I'm like, no, like, I'm scared. Yeah, I need I need that shot. <laughs> Did you get a flu shot? Yeah, man, we had we had a bunch of people show up at work and get everybody all at once. Really? Oh, are they going to infect all y'all at one time? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're trying to prevent everybody from getting infected, no, bro. everybody into zombies. But you know what we got that's new? We got a new person on the show today. Yeah, we got somebody behind the board. Finally, because now I don't have to mess with it and I could be free-handed. He's pushing all the buttons, this fucking white boy Ryan. What's up, white boy Ryan? What's up, guys? Thanks What's for up, having man? me. Okay, you don't talk. That's, you dude, push buttons. You already you don't fucked talk. up, bro. They're about to get fired. <laughs> Yo, Alfonso, check this out. You know how we get like our numbers um, from uh, you know the podcast and we kind of see how well we're doing? Yeah, like the analytics. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this crazy thing is, is you can actually see planets on there. Like you can see like all, of course, 99% of it comes from Earth. But 90, it has, wouldn't it be 100% coming well, from Earth? Yeah, I think they're leaving that 1% for life form out there just in case they want to sneak in. Oh, my God, from Mars. Yes. So, so you know, the rovers are heading that way. It's <laughs> the first thing they're going to do as soon as they show up and land and be like, hold on, I got to listen to my podcast, Tacos with Beer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I would be like, it would freak me out. If I saw yeah, like somebody a playing from, from another planet, Mars, I would be like, like, holy shit, dude. I would definitely screenshot and send that to fa- uh, social media, to be honest. Fuck yeah, I'm telling everybody. <laughs> we're not alone. No, we're not alone. But you know what's crazy, though, is actually NASA laid out its uh, plan, which is a $28 billion plan to return uh, astronauts to the moon in 2024. Didn't Tesla, is that like NASA's plan or didn't Tes- Tesla just did it? No, Tesla is not. That's completely different. Uh, didn't they have like an individual company like launch people to the moon recently? No, not to the moon. They're uh, they were headed to space. Oh, so they're just going. It's to just kind of like actually what they're setting up for is a a way for us to be able to head back to the moon and then from there be able to head out to Mars. Oh, so people, you know, like this way. 
it's not just rovers. There's actual people heading to Mars. Nice. You think that's where we're going to start going? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the whole plan, man. That's what um, Elon Musk wants to do is he wants to get us all to Mars. But the way we're going to do that is through uh, the gateway, which the gateway is pretty much a little sh- – it's like a little – it's kind of like the space station mm-hmm. that's going to be set up to orbit around the moon. And uh, so Trump set a deadline that he wanted us to go back to the moon by 2024, which is way ahead of what NASA wanted to do because they wanted to get us back back to the moon by 2028. But, you know, they said it's pretty much doable, so we can actually get to the moon by 2024. But um, they're trying to get all these pieces in place so that we can actually have that orbiter, the gateway, going around the moon so that you have... You know, we can take off from space. I mean, I'm sorry, from Earth to the gateway. And then from there, you know, from the gateway to the moon surface and back. And then from that point is somehow we'll be able to do prolonged uh, space missions and be able to get from the moon over to Mars. Do you think it's going to get to the point to where they're going to start trying to let people live on the moon? Like not just uh, not just um, like astronauts, but actually real people. Oh God! Can you imagine <laughs> that? Like, oh, where's your cousin at? Oh, he lives on the moon. Oh, I gotta go see him. Yeah, like Man, how gonna you start ter- they're gonna start terraforming yeah. the moon, <laughs> right? I think that's on. That's pretty much on the ticket, right? Like, they want to make sure that they uh, start being able to send people back to the moon, and that's like pretty much the first step, you know. So, I, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't mind if I lived on the moon. Why? Oh yeah, get away from everybody. I yeah, guess. I mean, especially from all the shit that's I mean, going on currently. The cell phone, right now. the cell phone service would suck. <laughs> but you know, I think it would just be like something new. You know how girls are always going to be like, you know, you never take me nowhere to travel. Well, we're finna go travel to the moon and just kind of like <laughs> blow your mind away, lady. Yeah, you know how they always have those like, would you live in this cabin for a year with no cell phone service? Yeah. It's like, well, now you're gonna be on the moon. There's no turning back, <laughs> right? And there's no, like, okay, I'm bored. Take me back home. Like, you're crazy as hell. That's like a, what, a six-year drive? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So NASA's working with companies to develop a, a lunar lander <clears throat> to transport astronauts from the orbit of the moon to the surface and back onto the uh, uh, gateway. So currently they're trying. They're working with a bunch of companies to try to make this happen. Are you... Do you think it's going to happen like they say it's going to happen? Or you think this is still like an imagination? Well, mm, it sounds really crazy, but honestly, the way things are, you know, like the way technology tends to progress nowadays is yeah. like going so fucking fast that or I really act- do think it's going to be possible. Or you soon. think they can actually develop a time portal, like a portal to where you can just kind of like walk through and boom, you're on the earth and you're on the moon and walk in and boom, you're back on earth. Right. No? Yeah, no, no, or am I just, that's just straight up science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but mm, so I don't they, see that happening. Are they, they going to send a woman to the moon this time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're trying to. Oh man, can you imagine when she gets there? She goes, they're trying to get all the sexes represented, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, they just need the moon cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Now for all the people, I'm kidding. <laughs> She's not going there <laughs> to do that. We're gonna terraform the moon, bro. Yeah. Are they gonna allow vehicles on the moon? What do you think? Uh, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> of course they are, man. How are you gonna get around the planet? You're gonna be hopping, skipping. Well, technically, the moon is not a planet; it's a moon. So, if it's round, it's a planet. 
that's my no, that's, that's a fucking moon. But here's another thing: Are they gonna have a religion once once you get? to I don't know. NASA? I think that's one. I thing, mean, to the moon. I think that's one thing that kind of like that's another reason why I feel personally that the government hasn't really opened up to if they any contact with life outside Mars because I feel like it's gonna open up a whole new can of worms according to religion. Right. So I mean, because we already have our own issues here on Earth. Yeah. Can you imagine if they open up the can of worms and be like? Well, we've been contacted through alien life form, and they actually tell the truth. I think this is gonna make people like really question, like you know, God and you know everything else that they believe. Well, in, in Russia, they don't actually have somebody questioning if it's a god. They actually question whether he's really God or not, because they have a cult leader who claims to be the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Oh, jeez! <laughs> have yeah. you seen that movie? Have you seen that episode of Messiah on Netflix? Of what? There's just there's a show on Netflix called Messiah. Oh, Messiah. Yeah. No, it's basically kind of like, you know, this guy looks like Jesus and, you know, he's claims that he's like uh, he's the Messiah and then he does all these miracles. And it's bro, like, that's literally what this dude is doing down in Russia. What's he doing? He's claiming to be the reincarnation. I know, but, of he Jesus. Gets, but has he done anything like special? No, he do, he hasn't done anything special other than collect money and tax <laughs> <laughs> tax people. Wow, wow! For his services, nice of having God speak through him okay. and onto them. Wow! So recently, the uh, the Russian forces, which was uh, comprised of helicopters and officers, stormed a community run by his name is Sergei Tarup. I'm sorry, that's Russian. Sergei. So. Sergei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not very good with Russian names, apparently. Sergei. Yeah, but he's known to his people as Viserion. Dude, that's a dope dope ass name. Ain't that Viserion? That's a. uh, What name is that? Viserion. That's a. uh, What? what, what? Viserion? Yeah. I think it's Russian, but. I know, but there's a show. There's there's a show that his name is Viserion. No, Game of Thrones. That's what he names the dragon, right? Oh, my God. Right? Is it, yeah, well, he's definitely not basing it off <laughs> Game of Thrones. But Syrian, that's the so dragon. This name. dude's been running a cult in the. In. Uh, in. Sir, in. Siberia. Oh, fuck, dude. Say it. Su- Cyber- Siberia. Siberia? Siberia for the past three decades. Okay. So for 30 years. This dude used to be a cop, right? Well, actually, not even a real cop. He was a fucking uh, traffic security. officer. Oh, I thought you were going to say yeah. security so he was for the mall. <laughs> he was enforcing, um, you know, traffic. And at some point, he got laid off. And at that point, that's when he had a, some kind of awakening. Yeah. And he felt like God was talking to him. And hence, he started the cult. Jesus, He said, pretty much, Jesus transformed himself. He said, look, son, you're not going to be stopping any more traffic. You're going to be stopping sin now. So now, boom, you become me. Yeah, dude, now God speaks through him. Uh, what does he say? Slow he says, down. pay me. <laughs> pay me, or I'm going to tax. How much does he start? Is it, is it normal taxes? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what he's, tax- what he's taxing. Just like that people. wizard. Remember when we talked about the wizard on our first episode? <laughs> yeah. How much does he get paid? <laughs> if he gets anywhere for 20000 he's not getting paid. <laughs> I'm sure he's getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to, have, wants to be the next Mary? Yeah, exactly. Well, he claims that the Virgin Mary is, ru- is running Russia currently. Really? Yeah, man. What do you think? She's I think he's full Russia of shit. To the ground. <laughs> so, who is the Russian president right now? Vladimir Putin. So He's not really a president. He's more like a dictator. Yeah. So, how is the Virgin Mary running Russia? 
<laughs> well, ask Viserion. <laughs> gonna... Dude, he's he's good enough though because he's got thousands of followers, including some high, you know, people in office in Russia he... that were in with his. Is cult. it not legit followers or like followers on Instagram? <laughs> no, it was like legit followers, bro. Mm. I feel like he bought those people, just like mm. you could buy bots. No, I don't think he bought anybody. Well, I mean, you know, when you talk about a cult, bro, it's so, uh, what is it, enticing for people? Because yeah. especially if you're the leader, you get to tell everybody what. And... Basically, yeah. Like, have you ever seen that show Waco? Yes. Right? Where he just kind of, like, brain, brain like brainwashes people. Like, he like he pretty much tells the women, like, if you you know, by me. You know, I watched that show, and at the end of it, I sided with that dude. Yeah, I They think, fucked them over hard. Yeah, because he really didn't. Well, I don't know. If you think of the fact that. Back in Waco, he's already having sex with these twelve-year-old girls. Oh shit! I don't know. Yeah, that. you know that. That's that's like one of the main one what, of the things. Is that a fact? Yeah, he was having uh, he was having sexual relations with underage girls. Like they were like twelve, thirteen. Like as soon as they were old enough to like become women, oh, whatnot, to, to, to to reproduce. Right. He yeah. would have he would have kids with them. So and all the women that were in his cult, like he, they would you know have to be with him. And one, this one, uh, this one lady on there actually like left her husband. It, no, this is a weird part. So a husband and a wife went into there together, and he convinced them like you. You know, when you come in here, you're married to Jesus, and guess what? I'm Jesus. So she left her husband to be with him. to be with him, so they can have uh, relations and get and she can get pregnant. But they're together in the cult. Like, can you imagine that? Like being together still and be like, oh, well, I'm going to let this guy have sex with you and create a baby while I just sit back and just be, just worship him, basically. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like a great life for the cult leader, yeah. but not for anybody else. No, that's what I'm saying. But like he was so strong with his words that he was able to manipulate all these women, basically everybody in there. And, you know, it's crazy that that church and the people, I think, that, wow, I forgot what they were called. Um it still stands to this day, and they get they, it's still in Waco. Then they burned that bitch down. They did, but they, they actually, ran tanks through it. Yeah, but they rebuilt it, uh-huh. and yeah, it's out there um, towards Waco. Um, if you're familiar from Texas, it's a little bit more uh, further south of Hillsboro. Well, check it out. We're gonna do a live show from there. <laughs> okay, bring it out yeah. on out. Yeah, <laughs> to the Texas Waco church. Yeah. Okay, bring we- your tanks. <laughs> bring your guns. Basically, that's what they try to get them for, which is guns. They had really yeah, no I logical know, right? reason so, other than I think you know, other than you can't run shit like that though in this country. That's no. why the reason the Mormons left to Mexico and yeah, that's a whole other shit. Yeah, you can't really be running guns. But here's a question though. Were they recycling at that fucking church? I think so. Because you know, they, they cause we have a huge recycling problem in this country. Yeah, I think they did every like they went they it was basically its own city in there. You couldn't come and go without his permission. <laughs> so imagine being that Sounds guy. Sounds like my kind of cult. <laughs> You're being stressed having all that, you know, all that weight on your shoulders from everybody asking you questions. And check this out. When he built his little church or whatnot, he had them separated. So the on, the women can only be on this side and the men can be on this side. But he can go wherever he wanted. He had the nursery up top. The dude had it down. Yeah, he, he had it down. And, you know. Well, if they, were resi- if they were recycling, that's a good thing. Because recently we got a new super enzyme that eats plastic about six times faster than previously discovered. So 
now we have actual bugs eating plastic and trying to help us get rid of the trash. all the fucking trash in the ocean, man. So a new super enzyme that uh, degrades plastic six times faster than uh, before created by scientists and could be ready to use in about two years. So we've created a new fucking So we've enzyme. created so much trash that people have to develop a new, you know, basically something new to eat it faster. There's yes. trash in Antarctica. Really? Making it down there, like throughout all the oceans. Jesus Christ. Right. That's you're, that's frozen. That's frozen trash right there, bro. Yep. Dude, so check it out. This enzyme is derived from a bacteria that naturally evolved the ability to eat plastic and enables the full recycle of plastic. I'm, I'm looking just, at you. I'm, just gonna, just I'm like, like what? I'm, I know, you're just kind of threw me off. I'm like, wait a minute. Because to be honest, I just this story is just crazy. When you told me you brought it to my attention, we're going to talk about this. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Something eating plastic. Okay, that's um, I'm still struggling. <laughs> yeah, dude, Japanese scientists found it in 2018. 28. So basically that's when it was discovered. Yeah, this enzyme, which is kind of like a germ, eats plastic to survive. Can it eat the coronavirus? <laughs> that's what I want to know. No, it cannot. Uh, well, they need to focus their mindset on, you know, the coronavirus, and it would just let us burn the trash. Like You know, this isn't country. something new, though, because, you know, like, scientists develop a new mosquito that can't reproduce so that it can literally kill itself off. Fuck yeah, that is my story right there. <laughs> I hate mosquitoes. Okay, but what the fuck is that going to do to the rest of the fucking world? Everybody's going to live in happiness, bro. I cannot go outside for shit. And then I'm getting bit. Ask my wife. Every time I'm outside, every time I'm outside I start slapping my day. She's like, oh, geez, go inside. You know you know how you fix that? How? Shower daily. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, it's because I got that sweet blood. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah? they say in the South. Yeah. You got that sweet blood. I got blood. that sweet blood, bro. Well, you've been drinking too much fucking sweet tea? <laughs> I got too much sugar. I got fucking diabetes running through these veins. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so we're over here creating fucking new bugs and enzymes to fucking eat the fucking trash that we produce. I think we, we can't get rid of, and we have to. Uh, basically, I, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to turn out for us, just because what's it going to start eating next? Fuck me, right? What's it going to eat? Oh, shit, I hope you. Is it going to start eating you? Hopefully, that'd be a good time. No, it's not going to be a good time. <laughs> and I don't think scientists fucking with mosquitoes to try to get them to not reproduce. I they need to You're just with fucking with the fire. ecosystem, man. What? Okay, so what does mosquitoes have to do with the ecosystem? What purpose do they serve? Nobody fucking knows until you remove them. And then you ain't, you ain't never heard of the butterfly effect or what? I mean, I've seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, in the movie, if you fuck with anything, it's literally going to fuck everything up well i don't even i have just i don't see anything wrong with mosquitoes dying off i actually see that as a blessing hey look i'm not going to disagree with you on that because i don't think anybody likes mosquitoes but i'm not exactly sure what the fuck they're doing in our ecosystem so and i don't think anybody knows so i tell you what but if you remove them i know you know who's gonna be pissed off about it off the company off so I bought this new TV and I wanted it on the wall with no wire showing. So I called TNC Designs TV Installations. They provide a same day installation at no extra cost. It's female owned and female operated. They install all over the DFW Metroplex. Check out some of their work on Instagram at same day TV installations DFW or check out their Facebook page at TC Designs TV Installation. Get your TV installed today at 469-520-2818. Again, that's 469-520-2818.
You know, so one of the uh, top 10 shows on Netflix right now is The Social uh, Dilemma, which I think it lands like at number four or something like that. Yes. So I went down that rabbit hole. Oh, uh, hell. Oh, my God, What'd dude. What you think of it? Uh, dude, it, it's kind of mind-blowing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it kind of makes you open your eyes. Kind of like, damn. Like, the way, the way it just, the way they have the people on there, I guess the people who are, they were a part of it. You know, they were part of, you know, building these, uh, right, you engineering know, so like, these yeah, softwares. people that started with Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, YouTube, I mean, shit, you name it. They had like all these people that were there from the beginning. Yeah. And they're kind of telling you that it's literally there to control you. Basically. You're just kind of watching it going yeah. like, this is really fucked up. Yeah. And it, it just kind of makes you like really open your eyes like. Dang, like, that's how our world nowadays is ran. It's ran through social media. Like, to be honest, like, you know, you can find anything about anybody or somebody that you met in the past and find them on social media and reconnect with them. Yeah, that's so true, right? So it's like your whole world, your whole existence, your whole soul being social just evolves being around social media. Yeah, which is kind of weird, you know, uh, when I think about something like this, because, you know, obviously we're older. We didn't actually grow up like no. that, you know, t- where it was like you didn't have a, a, a fucking Twitter, an Instagram yeah. or a Facebook. Because to be honest, it came out in what? It started coming out in 2000. And I think the first one was like, you remember having like Mi Gente and Exanga? Like that was back in 2004, yeah, 2005. Yeah. Never. You know. I mean, I never got on any of that, you know? Yeah, I but I, really I, had a, I had a Mijente back in the day. Really? Yeah. What is that? It's like, it was made for Latinos and it was similar to MySpace. <laughs> no, for real. It was called Mijente. Then it was kind of like, there was another one. I've heard of Gigante. I mean, Gigante Fernando. No, God no. damn it. What is it? Sábado Gigante. No, it was just Mijente.com. <laughs> but that was and a I, show. And I was, in, I was a junior in high school and I graduated in 2005. So this was around 2004, 2003. Old ass, dude. Uh, yeah, I know. What are you talking? You're like three <laughs> weeks older than me? <laughs> I told you, Alfonso. Don't make fun of my age. You're right there with me. No, I know. But it's just, you know, like we didn't exactly have all that. So now when you talk about kids that were born in like 1997, 98, 99, yeah. it was pretty much part of their upbringing, right? It was yeah. like where as soon as you got a... A computer, you had this whole social network. You had, well, we had AIM, AI AIM. Yeah. I mean, AI. AOL? Yeah, you had it right. Yeah. No, 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 no. Was AIM, AIM was a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was AIM. a chat system. Was it AOL? Well, AOL is the provider for it. It was the AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, oh yeah. gotcha. And you got the little CDs and you get your internet. Yeah. Oh, my oh God, yeah. I forgot about that. That's Jeez. so true. Ryan, you must be out there with us. <laughs> yeah, you must just, be that same age with us. Just hit thirty. Oh, there you go. Feeling you it. Old how's bitch. your back? How's your back feeling? Um, you can feel in your knees. Yeah. <laughs> you don't wake up as fast. You yeah. might pass out or something. Yeah. Hey, are you? When it gets cold, do you feel it on your wrists? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, the weather's changing. <laughs> no, but seriously, like the people who were like born back in like '96, like their middle school was really all about like social media like yeah. that's how and it's crazy how they explain how social media like start is really it has a really bad effect on our kids especially the ones in middle school because it's like they they are they're programmed to constantly you know get the likes of other people they've never met yeah right which is like i don't think you were really meant to have thousands of people 
come at you and have their support or their negativity come at you at the same time. Yeah. You know, especially cause you're developing. Yeah. I don't think you're like, pro, I don't think you're equipped to deal with something like that. Yeah. I so, don't, th- I don't think so either. I think, like I said, social media has put so much pressure on a lot of people just by, you know, showing them like, Oh, you, you know, you're not accepted until you get these many likes or you're not accepted until you get these many followers, which, you know, it, that could really mess up somebody's mind, especially if they're like very low, has low self-esteem. Yeah. You know, like when they introduce a like button, yeah. right. Which was supposed to be to spread positivity. Activity, yeah. And it turned into like, these kids are now depressed because they're not getting enough likes. Yeah. I think when they created, they basically created a monster that they, at the time, they didn't see it that way. Yeah, they didn't. Didn't. I mean, I think it was intended to be good, but you know, just like everything else, especially when an algorithm that's about which is, uh, the algorithm is intended to learn from the user, yeah. which is not the actual creator. It depends on what the user is doing, and that's what it's learning from. So uh, you have all these behaviors that it's learning from. So the algorithm starts evolving, and it's now evolved into this whole fucking nightmare that we're living with, which literally, you know, it's like destabilizing fucking countries. Yeah, you know, where I mean, it's affecting elections now. I don't think they got. To, I don't think they realized that. You know, when they created this, like they saw all the positive things they can do with it. But just like with anything else. Anything that's positive, there's always a negative. And I don't I don't think they realize that the negative outcome on the other side of that coin was going to be what it is right now. And it's like literally taking over the world. Yeah. You know, and it was like I think they said like there was like a spike in like in 2012 where like uh, more girls started to like uh, be admitted into like mental hospitals for cutting themselves, hurting themselves. And there was a huge spike from there all the way to now. And that correlates with social media because, you know, you're starting to look at, like, Instagram models and yeah. all this, like, you're trying beauty to- standards that are, like, literally impossible. I think they also said that, you know, teen, you know, teen suicide has shot up dr- dr- um, drastically from the year of 2011 to now because, like I said, you... You're 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 a young kid, you're a young person, and your mind is still developing. You know, you're trying to figure out who you are as a you know as a person, and you know you're not getting you know the same amount of likes or the same amount of followers as the person next to you, and you're kind of like starting to question yourself. You know why why I'm not like this, why I'm not like that, and then it's like you know they it's created a whole imagination or fake world out there to make you believe that you're not accepted unless you get into that fake world. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, can you imagine being a girl this day and a hot girl in this day and age and, like, the amount of dick pics you're getting slapped in the face with? <laughs> that's why they made it illegal now. Oh, Alfonso. that's true, right? Yeah. And that's if you it, get, like, oh, that is so true. Like, if you get, like, unsolicited, mm-hmm. unsolicited, uh, what is it? It's if you get a wee wee pick. <laughs> unwanted, unsolicited. If you get an unwanted wee wee pick, you are going to there, jail. No, there's a fine. Well, oh, you fine? might go to jail. I don't know, it depends on who it is. But it's just crazy how, like... Maybe it depends on how big it is. <laughs> That's a monster. <laughs> you might go to jail. <laughs> you might go to jail. But no, but seriously, if you think about, like, being the person, like, your friend next to you, you know how, like, it's pretty much controlled the way you're thinking, and you it kind of created yourself as a bubble. Because the way, it's, the way the show talks about is that it created, like, it's pretty much, what is it, the algorithm is, like, pertaining to you only so it's showing like what you like what recommends for you 
And it's basically telling you that whatever you're thinking is the right way of thinking. Right. So like the algorithm will learn from you. So like, let's say that you somehow believe in flat earth and you start clicking on like flat earth stuff. It'll like Facebook will literally start showing you like flat earth groups, you know, or yeah. like anti-vaxxer groups where you're just like, you know, it's like, oh, oh shit, I, know I, do, I'm right. I don't know. I don't think this might be safe or not. And then it's like, all next thing you know, you're surrounded by a ton of people that think like you, you yeah. know, and it's all of a sudden now you're correct. It's like, Oh shit, dude, it, I've been thinking this whole time that it was wrong. And now there's like, well, this group has thousands of people that think exactly like me and who are, we're basically on the, we're, we live in the same country. We yeah. think the same way. Yeah. Somebody's lying. And all of a sudden now it's like, you have this veil over your fucking face and you're just like everything that you think is correct. It's the right way. Yeah. Everything is the That's right why, way. That's why, you know, trying to share your opinion with somebody else and they get so hostile about it because, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's Dude, how people, so, people get really into yeah, it. Ex- exactly. And that's exactly what it did to politics. You know, there's, there's this thing called uh so, uh, cognitive dissonance, which yeah. if you've never heard of it, is a term that describes a person, you know, it's like when you believe something so, so much that regardless of what anybody shows you, whether, you know, facts, proof, pictures, videos of completely going against what they believe in, but they believe it so much that they cannot accept this truth that's called cognitive dissonance. That's what's literally that's what's literally happening right now with all these people on social media and, you know, like with all these groups and you know, everybody on their political spectrum yeah. on either side. Cause it's like, regardless of whether you show them that this is an actual thing that's happening, but they read it this way, you know, they're like, Oh, I don't believe you. you well, know? it's crazy. Cause they, they also explain that if you can get two people who are best friends who would think alike and they, you pull up their newsfeed, they're going to show them the exact, they're going to, they're not even going to show the exact same thing on their newsfeed. One's going to show one thing and the other one's going to show the other thing because their the um the algorithm has pretty much created something that's only pertained to you and yeah, you like only. Yeah, like your own personal feed. You, you, now you're on your own little bubble. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's that's what's caused a lot of people to be disengaged with each other because it's like, well, I'm not going to be your friends because you don't believe the way I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just it's kind of like ruined a lot of, you know, it ruined a lot of relationships, friendships. Yeah. You know, just because you just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean that you have to hate them. No, nah, man, dude, it's like that old saying. It's like your best friend. You can tell him, fuck you, but I'll see you tomorrow. Exactly. Right? But, it, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but seriously, it's kind of like the way the way the, the Facebook and the social media, it's they're they always think, oh, you know, everybody's so worried about, oh, they're, they're going to steal, you know, my information. Well, actually, they've already got your information. The way these companies make money is they just selling you ads. They sell you ads and they transfer you to different companies. You are the product. That's what yeah. they're saying. You know, it's kind of like how we were talking about TikTok last week. And it was like, why are they trying to ban it? Because China owns it and they don't want your info. Well, guess what, buddy? Everybody, in, every company in this country is using your info if for you've that got, same fucking reason. Exactly. If you are, if you have a social media account yeah. already, they already got you. So, it's, yeah. you know, I see a lot of people on Facebook. They're like, oh, I'm never going to TikTok because they got my information, bro. <laughs> while you're typing this, they've already got your information. So basically what you're saying is void. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, one of the big ones, too, is like YouTube, the YouTube algorithm, you know, where yeah. it's like, you know, you start watching something and then you end up going down this rabbit hole where it's like you literally walk out of there convinced that 
oh, uh, that the earth is flat, you know, because you've seen like 10 fucking videos on yeah, it. And because it's like, it reads your it reads what you click. You know, re- you have like this so-called expert completely spilling all these facts unchallenged and they sound smart. So you're like, oh, and, oh, that's, oh, and, okay. and to be honest, it's like that's how fast fake news spread. Yeah, well, you know, it's like they said that uh, fake news spreads six times faster than true news. Yeah, and so. it, it shows. <laughs> yeah, it shows. Dude. Like, people are on this, you know, they're, everybody's on the conspiracy theories of what's going on right now. And some people are like, oh, this is fake. Oh, no, this is true. That's a perfect example of how they design social media. Like, that's a perfect a perfect example yeah, like, of how they're able engaged. to control you. You're still, you're they're, constantly messing with the app. Yeah. You're always looking. But, you know, like... I personally have an addiction to Reddit, so I'm constantly on Reddit, and, like, I'm always opening up that feed, and it's like, (laughs) even though I've already gone through, like, for an hour, and when I refresh it, it literally shows me the same thing, because I always, like, refresh on you. Yeah. On on the hot posts, you know, so it's, like, the stuff that's, like, brought up to the top. Like the trending. Yeah, exactly, basically, and I'm constantly on it. So that, that thing did make me look at that and be like, man... I do definitely spend way too much yeah, time on Reddit. Yeah, and now iPhone has got to the point where they can actually show you exactly your average time. Oh, my God. Isn't that like, isn't that always a, like. It's uh, an eye opener. No, because, I don't know, but it's like a bucket of cold water every week where you're just like, uh, when it's like, boom, your screen time comes up on yeah. Sunday night and you're like, all right, let's see. What did I, what was the damage this week? Yeah. And you look at it, it's like five hours screen time. God damn, five yeah. hours you spent. Exactly. You're just staring at your, your screen. Phone. Exactly. And that that's the whole goal of social media. They be honest, what is what was like the most time that it's ever popped up for you? Um oh, I haven't really but you, you know what? I think the most I would say my addiction would be Facebook. Facebook? Yeah, I would say yeah. my addiction it would be Facebook. I thought I thought it was like more of Instagram yeah. or Snapchat, but no, it shows that Facebook is where I spend most of my time. Like I think um I don't remember my exact number exactly how long I was on it for an average day, but I tell you what, I mean, I ain't trying to call nobody out, but I know this person that we checked their, uh, screen time. Yeah. They were on TikTok, and they were on there. An average average was about eight hours. Jesus. That's a whole work day. <laughs> that's a whole work day. Yeah, man. That's But it's it's crazy that and but you know what? They've kind of made it to the point where they're like, you know what? It's like it, it should be an eye opener to make you disciplined because really, you know, as adults, we 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 should be able to have the control to say, you know, okay, I got to change my ways. What was that thing you told me that if something has a control or Okay, what? so basically what social media does, it's if if it's able to control your emotions, it's already controlling you. Right. You know? So if it can, if, if something on social media pops up and it's like, you know, something political or something religion and it's able to trigger your emotions, then you're done. Like social media has already control you. Yeah. That's you know, it already true. has control of you. Cause if it, if anything controls your emotions, they have you no matter what you do. So it has to get to the point where it's like, all right, you need to change your mindset because that's how I was. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie about myself. Like I'm, when I started getting on social media, I was getting on social media and Facebook was hella addicted just because I started doing comedy videos. I started doing all this and you start seeing a lot of interaction. You saw the interaction. So it was like, wow, you know, so it just like boosted your confidence. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, uh, 
I've gotten to the point where it's well, like... that's why you can see with these kids why it affects them so much. Yeah. And it's like, try to take somebody's phone away. Well, dude, not even a kid. Try to take an adult's phone away. Yeah, and it just makes them go crazy. Yeah. And you know what they said, too? There's only two type of companies that call their consumers users, and that's drugs and software. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's yeah. that's the only two that's to call and that's exactly what you are. You're a user. You're an addiction. So people who have like heavy addiction to drugs is no different from you having a heavy addiction on your phone. Because yeah. if you can't walk away from your phone, and it shows it too, it shows where you're like you 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 set your phone down and you're just kind of watching TV and you just have like an itch to kind of pick up your phones, you know, real yeah. quick. Yeah, I mean, just how many how many times during a show do you pick up your phone to look at it? Because you're like. You know, it's like a way they explain it. It's like if you're like you're pulling the lever on a slot machine, right? Because yeah. like every time you pull, you might have this uh, you might get this chance of winning something yeah, or exactly. you don't you know, it's like the same thing on your phone. It's literally set up the same way. So like when you swipe down, it refreshes mm-hmm. and you don't want to miss out on what What's might going pop on? up. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so and it's so true because. Dude, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'll be watching shows and I have no fucking idea what the show's about because I've been on my phone looking at fucking. Uh, I've been on Reddit because yeah. I'm like, oh, what's this article about? Oh, I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole, and it's like, <laughs> you know, Reddit is like, dude, there's subreddits of everything, anything that you can think of. There's literally something for yeah, everybody on there, and that's how it's designed. That's even with yeah. social media, like your news feed, videos that pop up. You know, I was telling you it was crazy that you know if I share a video and there's something political or for something that has to do with politics or religion or anything like that, yeah. people would see it. But if I share something about the podcast or something that has nothing to do with their, you know, the way of controlling somebody, it doesn't yeah. really get shared. It really yeah. doesn't pop up on your newsfeed, you know, yeah. because that's it doesn't pertain to their goal. Well, yeah, well, it's because it's not gonna it's not gonna be something that like keeps you, you know, uh, entertain. I mean, not entertained, but like it keeps you logged on to yeah. the app. And then right? their 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 whole main the social media companies their main thing is how long can we get you on this phone? How long can we have your attention? That's the and then that's how they're able. That's when they started coming up with. You know, photo tags, you know, just keep tagging them. If they tag, then, you know, we're giving them a notification. Yeah. You know, it's just the notifications const- never end. You're exactly. constantly like going in your pocket like, damn, man, I don't want to miss out have on notific- this shit. Now they have notifications from things you might like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So your phone is constantly Damn, going really? off. Yeah. I've, I've never There's notifications. That. If you're not on, and it's crazy because it knows when you haven't been on it, it'll start popping stuff on there. And it'll say things you might like or things that may recommend you to try to get you to come back on the phone. That's crazy how a company, their main objective is to brainwash you and, and to get your attention. So they're yeah. going to constantly send you stuff to get your attention. You know, and that and that's how we are now. We're very addicted. We're, we're basically... You know how back in the you know movies Terminator and iRobot, they're all everybody yeah. was scared about AI. Well, we are the AI products. Yeah, that's true. We are we are the we are the machines. That's basically what we are. But you know, to be honest, get your kids off the phone. I'm gonna start doing that. My kids are gonna. Hate I already me. don't have notifications on on anything. That's what I did. That's something that I'd never have. So. I, I that's what I ended up doing after I saw this. I was like, live your no. fucking life, people. Yeah, live your life. Stay outside. Are you ready to take the next step and invest in a home? Contact Rebecca Vinton from Sucasa Realty. She has a vast knowledge of the DFW Metroplex, and her goal is to help guide her clients during the real estate process. The time is now to sell or buy, so don't wait. Follow her on Facebook at Rebecca Vinton or on Instagram at Rebecca Vinton Realtor. Don't wait. Your dream home is waiting on you. Contact her at 817 817- 
817-564-1622. That's 817-564-1622. Or email her at Rebecca at SuCasaRealty.com. Designs TV installation. Female owned and female operated. Get your TV installed professionally with no wires shown with same day service. In the spirit of Halloween, we're going dark. Super dark. Some people may have canceled Halloween, but not here at Tacos with Beer. So we're about to turn up the horror dial, and Alfonso's about to bring murder and mayhem bring to it. you guys. I'm ready. We're about to eat brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's Halloween month, baby. Halloween. Dude, it's my favorite favorite holiday i know i love halloween i know i think it just i like the weather you know it's all daylight saving time starts kicking or not daylight saving time what is it called is it daylight saving times yeah it is daylight saving oh yeah and it starts getting dark you know really early then it makes me <laughs> mad because i'm like damn it's super late no it's only but it's six not. o'clock <laughs> dude you know what the best part is it's cold yeah i like that what are you gonna that. be for halloween i have no idea i know what i'm gonna be <laughs> What are you know gonna yet. be? Well, see, we got this dog, right? And it's it's a great. It's a, we got a great Dane. We're yeah. gonna make that Scooby, Scooby Doo, and my wife is gonna oh, be like Velma, shit. and then uh, my That's youngest kid is gonna be That's Shaggy, tight. and I'm gonna be. What are you doing, Ryan? I'm Shaggy. <laughs> That's why I'm growing really? this hair out. Oh, my son's no gonna way. Be Scooby. For real? Really? Not even kidding. I I would have cut it, but oh, that's tight. Nah, I got to be part of that role. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Fire, fire, say well, you, we're gonna get into this. Just a little bit of a bit of a warning. This is gonna get a little graphic, man. Yeah, so put the kids to sleep. No, dude, just oh. don't be eating food. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we're gonna get into some lobotomies and how they started in this country, <sighs> and pretty much how they just started everywhere, man. It is a really fucked up ass procedure, you know, that started in the 1880s, and uh, it's had a pretty long history, and I'm pretty sure it's still kind of around. Which, crazy enough, you know, when you think of a lobotomy, most people are like, uh, that sounds super fucking dumb. It's some woo-woo stupid shit that happened a long time ago. Well, no, man, they kind of still use it today. <laughs> I don't know what kind of kinky shit you're into. <laughs> <laughs> some really kinky shit, bro. Ugh. Dude, so doctors first begin uh, manipulating the brain to calm patients in the late 1880s. Uh, when the Swiss uh, physician Gottlieb uh, Burkadet uh, removed part of the cortex of the brains of patients with auditory hallucinations and other symptoms of uh, schizophrenia, noting that it made them calm. Although one patient died and the other committed suicide after the procedure. So, I mean, you can make up your own mind about that one. Ugh. Dude, so basically what I'm going to get really into is this guy, uh, uh, Walter Freeman, who did about... I want to say he did about like 4,000 uh, lobotomies in this country. God, pretty much just going around fucking people's brains up. Man, he got it. Ugh. He's got problems. Yeah, so the uh, uh, the procedure involved cutting into a hole in the skull and injecting ethanol into the brain to destroy the fibers that connected the frontal lobe to other parts of the brain. So later, Moniz introduced a surgical instrument called the Leucotome, which contains a loop of wire, uh, so when rotated, creates a circular uh, lesion in the brain. 
I have no idea what the hell you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, what he was doing was he would, like, stick a wire. uh, He would cut two holes in the front of your brain. I'm sorry, in the front of your skull. And then he would stick a wire in that was spooled. And then he would, like, twist it. And while twisting it, he would sever uh, the connections of your frontal lobe of your brain to calm you down. He found that... In patients that had like severe, uh, what is it, uh, um, like schizophrenia uh-huh. or severe depression, it would help, uh, you know, calm them down or stop those episodes. I'm sorry, I'm just when you're talking to me, and I'm just kind of like in a weird ass, like, Ugh, why don't you just drink a beer and call it a day? Like, why I got to do all that crazy shit? Yeah, dude. Um, you know, in the 1880s, 1900s, you know, there was a lot of there's a lot of people that were like being uh committed to like psych wards and uh-huh. like they were trying to find a way, any way that they could like get all these people out of there or try to find a solution. So they were literally like looking anywhere to get, you know, a solution to this problem. It wasn't until later on that uh, you know, meds were introduced in like the 40s and the 50s, you know, for like like people with like bipolar disorders and certain things like that are like kind of considered like schizophrenia with like multiple, you know, personalities. personalities. Yeah. That's bipolar. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So basically what they would do in the past, they would, uh, they would cut a hole into your uh, skull and then just dig in there and try to sever the oh, nerves. Oh my God. I can't take it. Yeah, man, this uh, Walter Freeman dude was a, he was pretty shitty, man. He did a lot of crazy shit. He was a bit of a showman. He actually developed uh, what's called uh, it was a kitchen. It's it's a kitchen uh, spike ice spike. So what he would do, he developed this method of instead of like cutting holes into your brain, mm-hmm. he would insert the spike through your tear duct and into the brain, and then he would and and that's how he would sever the uh, connections of your frontal lobe brain to you know relieve patients of schizophrenia or severe depression are these people like are they like awake or are they under like anesthesia or something or what no most of the patients were awake during kiss my ass bro yeah dude so most of the people that reported afterwards that were lucky enough to survive the procedure where uh say like they had like severe it was like such I, a crazy pain. I fucking bet. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> golly, like you get shit stuck in your eye to mess with your brain. Like, bro, I don't even like when they COVID test me and they stick this shit in my nose and they t- I can't even stand that. Let alone have a needle in my eye to touch the back of my brain. I already feel like the COVID test is touching my brain, but really it's not. But Oh man, bro! This dude was nuts, bro. He was, but he was a showman, though, right? So Walter Freeman would go around the country performing lobotomies like crazy. So like he would set up where like he would try to do like ten or fifteen in one day within like you know in a matter of hours. It was a procedure that would take about like ten minutes tops. Oh, really? Ten minutes? Yeah, like literally ten minutes. Okay, so this dude, his youngest patient was a twelve-year-old boy. Wow, is he still alive? Yes. Really? He actually survived the procedure. Okay, so I'll tell you. This kid, his stepmother, when he came into the dad's life, this kid was acting up, this 12-year-old. Like, he wouldn't want to go to bed at the time that she would set for him. He would fight with his brother. He was kind of just, just, you know, like, when you hear 
about the typical behavior that he was showing. It just sounds like a regular 12-year-old shit, right? You know, he's like, he's coming of age. Also, his mother died of cancer when he was six years old. So, you know, he was was struggling with with shit. I whooped his ass. I mean, call it a day. Whooped his ass. Yeah, so his mom, you know, took him to several psychiatrists, and every psychiatrist was like, there's literally nothing wrong with your son. Yeah, just whoop his ass. Yeah, and it wasn't until, like, she tried a bunch of different people, and it wasn't until this psychiatrist finally, you know, was like, check his brain. No, (laughs) this guy referred her to uh, Walter Freeman, and Walter Freeman, within, like, a couple weeks of having this kid, was like, we're going to have to perform a lobotomy. Golly, kid, that's the time you're like, kid, you need to shut the hell up, or you're going to have some crazy-ass shit happen to you. Yeah, man, he, he fucked this kid up pretty good, I bro. I bet he did. I bet he did. Look, it's either, I have to tell my kid, look, you want to get an ass whooping or do you want to have a lobotomy? Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what he did was he took a sharp instrument that was, uh, that went <clears throat> was thrust through the orbital roof on both sides and moved side to side to sever the brain pathways Ugh. in the frontal lobe. <laughs> Dr. Freeman's bill came out to two hundred dollars. That's it? <laughs> yeah, That's it? After performing. Oh, I could have whipped his ass for free, but no. <laughs> You're gonna charge me two hundred dollars for you to stick some shit in his eyes and ugh. <laughs> wow. I I don't know about this, Alfonso. Whose idea was this? <laughs> it wasn't my idea. I know. <laughs> That's uh what else? Well, anyway, so this guy, you know, he was known for being kind of a piece of shit. So, <laughs> little, he was a turd. All right, so he disregarded the usual medical formalities. He would uh, chew gum while operating, <laughs> and was <laughs> hold on, and he was impatient with uh, what he called all the germ crap. Routinely <laughs> failing to sterilize his hands or wear rubber gloves. <laughs> Okay, so his pissed off is like, okay, I'm chewing. The... Damn it! All this germs and all this blood. Ah, sit still so I can stick this needle in your eye. Like, come on. All right, so you know, for the people who survived the uh, the procedure, had you know their uh, outcomes varied widely. So <laughs> some were some were crippled for life. Yeah, and others lived in a persistent vegetative state. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Does this and you said this still happens to this day? Yes. Yeah. With who? Well, I mean, it's still no. It's not. It's not against the law to use it, but I believe like the last one was performed in like 1985. Okay, so uh, this is before we were born. Yeah, because you made it seem like this happened like yesterday. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's not against the law to do it. Um, but it's really pointless to do it if they're going to end up in a vegetative state. Well, uh, yeah, there's like a 20 percent chance of that. I, uh, can you imagine that? Like, I look, I can't even pop a pimple, let alone stick something in somebody's eye and just mess with them. And they get mad because, oh, you're getting my hands dirty. You know, like, what do you expect? Chew gum? Yeah. Well, like, you know, there was about like 50,000 lobotomies that were done in the U.S. And uh, Walter Freeman performed about 4,000 of them. Yeah, sick ass guy. Is he still alive? No, he died in 1972 of cancer. I'm to say, look him up on social media. <laughs> Friend request him. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see. Let's see if he's got any videos. Well, see, the thing is, uh, for that kid that he he did the lobotomy. Does he for, have a Facebook page? <laughs> <laughs> in two thousand six, they caught up with him. He was about fifty two years old, and uh, you know they basically asked him about the whole ordeal. 
He was like, honestly, I really don't remember. I just remember they brought me into the, uh, I forget what they call like the little showroom. Cause you know, back then they would have a bunch of people come in and watch him do it oh, you know, yeah. for surgeries. Like on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And, uh, so all he remembers is going in, they shocked his uh, head till he passed out. And then next thing you know, he woke, he woke up and he, he just described like he was in a huge fog. He didn't know where he was. He didn't even know who he was. He didn't understand like his hand movements. He was really confused for a long time till he kind of just got himself back together a couple of days later and, you know, was able to like realize that he had gone through a procedure and, you know, pretty much afterwards, you know, the kid was, he somewhat lived a normal life. He just said that the whole time, like throughout after all that, he's always felt like something's been missing in him. You know, yeah, his skull, <laughs> his yeah. frontal lobe, his, fr- his whole front part of his brain's gone. <clears throat> yeah, dude, this sounds no like a there. great, great episode for Grey's Anatomy. No, bro, this is like a horror show. Oh, dude, like imagine fucking shooting up alcohol and and through that like a tear duct into to to like completely dissolve the frontal lobe of your brain. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. So, you know, and Moniz, who developed this technique, uh, he got a Nobel Prize in 1949 for it. But he said that this should only be a last resort thing. So, like, you have to, like, everything else should have failed, you know, Bro, to help the patient res- or anything else. If they've already done the medication, the treatments, you know, the psychiatrist, the therapist, then if they still can't get anything under control is when he would definitely recommend a lobotomy. Bro, if this is the last resort. Just just leave me to die. <laughs> just leave me to die. I mean, Somebody I, cutting off just, all your fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, just take me out, bro, because there's no way I'm getting put through that. If that's the last resort, I'm gone. I'm going to say my goodbyes. Take me off the, take me off the thing. Because there's no way I'm going to wake up and just... You're not down for the ice pick? Hell no. I bro, I don't even like getting a flu shot. <laughs> let alone, I'm not even. I don't even like that. <laughs> to let alone just have somebody, you know, stick something in my nose. Like, like I said, I don't but even, it's easier than them drilling holes in the front of your skull and going in that way, bro. Just give me. He some. developed a more humane way. He would put it in through your tear duct, dude. I'm telling you, like there was times where he would like when he would show off, he would get two ice picks and he would go in through both uh, two tear ducts at the same time, one in each hand. <laughs> Just to try to show off to people, and then he would Sad do girl, it. Let me take you home. I'll show you what I could do. <laughs> Stick it, and then fuck them all yeah. up. You want to? You want to see what I do for a good time? Watch this. Boom. Yeah, uh-huh. dude. And it was like that was considered a humane way to treat a schizophrenic man. Yeah. No, actually, it wasn't. You know, a lot of his colleagues like they were like, "Nope, don't want anything to do with this guy. He's fucking nuts." Yeah, I've been mean, We don't he want is, nothing. Bro. By the time he did that lobotomy to that twelve-year-old. Uh, he was literally working out of a private practice because no hospital would touch this guy. Yeah, they were like, I don't like, know, dude. That's you can't a come here. Waiting to happen. You can't come here. You don't. He graduated from Yale, went to a different university to get his uh, medical degree, and then went overseas to study psychiatry and somehow ended up doing lobotomies. You know? <laughs> this dude just wanted, he just wanted to become famous. And honestly, he, he kind of came down. I mean, like, he he's going down in history as one of the worst fucking people alive he literally fucked all these people up i mean i think he probably had an issue i think he enjoyed it i think that's why he did it so much yeah that's what he wanted he wanted to become famous he wanted to be you know he wanted to be known around the world but that just comes to a point where like if you're that crazy where you just enjoy watching people become just be in pain and thinking you're helping them 
Yeah, you know? I mean, that's at some like, point, like that's... if you're looking at all the all the things that are happening, like there was there was like, you know, there was a couple accounts of a lady who he did it to, and like she died a couple days later. You know, she was just walking around her house, you know, like not knowing what the fuck is going on. Next, thing you know, she had a brain an- aneurysm and died. Ugh. You know, but this lady was known for like going up to her window, butt ass naked, and just shaking <laughs> it in front of everybody because she was crazy. Yeah, you know. And he, he was like, well, I'm going to help you. And he I'm did gonna... the procedure. She survived. And she became. <laughs> yeah, because she became a vegetable for a couple of yeah. days. So she wasn't doing it. She wasn't going up <laughs> she, to the window. She wasn't flashing her stuff no more. Yeah, because she was a bed. vegetable. Yeah. yeah. Might and then just kill her. a couple of days later, she died of a brain aneurysm. Uh, I bet. I wonder why. I wonder, too. Yeah. I'm not a medical fucking uh, professional. This is crazy. This is crazy. I don't know why we got into this topic. Uh because it's Halloween. Yeah. So anybody wants some lobotomy done, just hit us up. We'll <laughs> point you in the right direction. You want yeah. This? We got a couple contacts over here. Yeah. Well, that's it for us today, guys. We appreciate y'all sticking around. And uh, make sure y'all hit up all of our social media accounts, even though they're going to brainwash you. Don't worry about that. Okay? Just follow <laughs> dude, Ta- Seriously, support us by supporting our sponsors. Exactly. So make sure you uh, go to tacoswithbeer.com. You can get all of our latest episodes. You can catch up on all our latest. We did a video, the Mud Bank. That was awesome. Yeah, man. It was great. Make Definitely sure you check, check that, that out. out. Yep. And uh, stay tuned, guys, because we do have an important announcement to make later. So make sure you follow the page, and we are going to announce it. But you have to follow us, all right? So uh, so that, by saying that, appreciate it, Alfonso. Appreciate it, white boy Ryan. Glad to have you on. Thanks, man. And remember, guys, always make sure you keep those tacos hot and spicy. And those beers coming. We're out. Peace. Hey, will you guys let me know if this ever airs? I hate the boys. Get the hell out of here. Bye, Felicia. Thank God, go home now.